you are listening to OWC Radio, the official podcast of Outer World Computing, episode 48, Pats, Politics and Poetry. Hello and welcome to another episode. It's episode number 48 of OWC Radio. I'm your host, OWC Grant, and you know the regulars around the table. I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm Patrick. Uh, Mike H. I'm Chris. And the other Mike is hiding. He's afraid of us. Actually, he just doesn't have a microphone. As, as my kids would fondly refer to him as, say hi to the hippie for me. And he runs all the equipment here. So Hi, hippie! <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, hippie! Uh, there was an article, a couple articles actually, that are pretending to be the crystal ball on storage in the future. And one that was covered by foxnews.com was the <laughs> death of the hard drive. And the reason I'm kind of passionate about this is, is we'll have a really cool blog post tomorrow about what actually the future of storage is actually called. It's a really cool term, so I suggest you check out blog.maxsales.com tomorrow, Tuesday. Well, of course, by the time you get this, it may be a few days old, but um, it's a really cool article. But um, it goes on to say that um, stop worrying about the hard drive in your computer because Google wants to kill it permanently anyway, and that uh, just because uh, the Apple iPad has no drive and the uh, newest MacBook Air skips a hard drive entirely, that really storage is not going to be even in the computer anymore, and they're making a big claim that it's going to go the cloud. And all that from a former uh, PC mag uh, editor. Yeah, exactly. This so. is why I love Fox News well, this and, and Fox other media News, outlets. It's, this is it's asinine. They're, they're looking for attention. The, the fact of the matter is a hard drive is not going away. Are there more cloud services? Absolutely. Should you back your stuff up locally? If you don't, you're an idiot. It's ridiculous to rely on anyone. Even as big as Google, anyone can fall at any time. Well, and not what to mention, really, the, those examples given... Those are idiotic. Uh, okay, there's not a, a spinning platter hard drive in them, but they still have storage. Yes, flash-based, well, but it's on, still they... a drive. Well, what, what they're trying to get to is a Google OS in that all your services, the Picasa online, your, oh, your I saw Gmail, that. everything is online. You, you don't need a hard drive. BS. That's absolute BS. They're just looking for attention, and I, I hate media. My God. I mean, well, and even if, even if it's not a hard drive, are they making the claim that you don't really need storage because we can take care of it for you? And, and, I, and I'm, I'm really down with all you guys with your, your feelings on this is that they're telling us what we should want. And as a marketer, and those of you that are new to the show, I'm the marketing, PR, and social media manager, so often I'm a little bit more of a push kind of person. But they're not going out and asking people, hey, how do you feel about giving up control of your data to they're you know, never an entity? They're never going to spin it like that. They will never well, spin it Well, of course they're like not. But, well, actually, but they, the American they have public ball. isn't stupid. Aren't they going to say that, you know, basically, hey, I'm sorry, I don't again? trust you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Some of the American, full of swads, you know, but hey, for those that have any kind of... You, you have heard of Justin Bieber, right? <laughs> okay. If you use a, what, a technology device... Do you have a problem device. with Justin Bieber? Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. I have a problem with... Do you want to listen to some of his music right now? I can smack you. But if you have a technology <laughs> device and you have digital files... It really comes down to, would you really feel safe in letting someone have ultimate control over all of it? And and I would say no. And in fact, and those who are comfortable with it deserve to have all their data lost or stolen. Well, they on, deserve it. And on the poll on that page, though, most right. people agree with us. Yeah, eighty-eight point four five percent of people said no, um, that it's not dead at all, and that there's too much risk in allowing an entity 
to have your storage. So. Here's a prime example. Google wants everybody to use their, their online Picasso for their, for their photo management, right? And that's, that's great. That's great because you can share it with friends. Here's the problem, though. You've got your digital camera. And on your, on your SIM card, your SIM card, on, on your, um, your storage card. Thank you. Uh, you've got 48 pictures from your kid's birthday party and another 22 pictures from the outing with the wife the night previous. You don't want those online. You don't want the, any chance of anyone ever seeing those pictures because you're not comfortable with your body, a little hairy, you haven't manscaped, whatever. Those are to stay locally. And, and, and what these media outlets are failing to, to at least put a spotlight on is the fact is, yes, these services are great. They're really useful. It's great for sharing and collaborating and, and having a secondary location for your things. But there's certain files. There's certain information that you do not want anyone else to have access to. And putting that in the control of other people is far too much trust. Ah, you know what? As you were saying that, what I was coming up with, the two terms is public data and private data. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Would you put your taxes on there? No. Oh. <laughs> Here's my social no. security number. Have fun with yeah. it. Oh, you were hacked? Thank you. Well, the other, I think, big topic, and boy, we have multiple points, is everybody loves the iPad. And then we have parentheses, especially... Mike H, because <laughs> he's a big proponent, as you know, regular listeners know. But um, just some of the headlines. Woo-hoo! Kids love iPad. One in three kids want an iPad. At Nielsen Research found that 31% of kids 6 to 12 want an iPad within the next six months. How do they get to decide within the next six months, though? It's like, I'm getting one. He's like, but you're not buying it. I'm going to ask mom and dad. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, They're extremely susceptible to advertising. Just, they are. They are. I mean, the holiday sales of it must just be crazy. And, well, again, I think we've touched on this in the past. uh, Kids um, are ascribing to be uh, uh, more matured at an earlier age, so they see mom and dad walking around with an eye device. I mean, I think you, in a past episode, said that you had a a three- or four-year-old. They just were like, oh, when they held an uh, an iPhone. And then as a personal example, my two-year-old likes watching movies on her old iPod Touch. And then she sees an iPhone, she's like... Duh, for movie. I'm like, uh-uh, you're not watching a movie on here. And I had a breaker this week, and I because every time we pull out an eye device, like, movie? Uh-uh, no. <laughs> Read your books, color, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I disagree with these numbers here. Ah, uh, you're always that research contrarian, aren't you? Well, here's the thing. Nielsen, I think they're trusted a little bit too much, and, and, and I think this is a little misleading. This says 31% of kids aged to tw- uh, age 6 to 12 want an iPad. To me, this says 31% of kids know what an iPad is. Because I, I would guarantee you at least 80% of kids age 6 to 12, if you handed them an iPad, they would freak out and they would be very excited. I, I think there's a very small percentage of children that would see a device like that and not be excited to have it. So you think only 31% have been exposed to a commercial about iPad? Uh, are fully aware of what it is Gotcha. at that age range. I could see see most of them 10, are closer but... to 11 and 12 years old. Yeah. The 6-year-olds, they don't know what it is unless their parents have it. Well, they want it. But what's interesting, though, is in that same research study, it says that teens, however, the top item was uh, just a regular old computer with about 20% wanting one in the next six months. So it's still a huge number. Just See, it's 20%. a toy. <laughs> it's a toy. Sorry. Had to, ah, had to be said. That is an interesting take. So the younger child does look at it as a toy, huh? I, I, oh, yeah. I absolutely yeah. look at it as a toy. The, the iPhone, to me, is a toy. And I'm toy. completely uh, comfortable with that. I love my toy. Well... You know, kids love the iPad, too, and so do adults. 11% of them want to buy an iPad by February. And the other thing is is that with usage, it increases with the length of ownership. So once they've owned it for two months, they start using it about 15 hours per week. But after three months or more, they start using it 18 hours per week. That's so, a lot of angry birds. 
playing the Angry Birds game over and over. Well, you know, over. my wife has seen that at swim team practice. She goes, all these people are just sitting there. Instead of watching their kids, they're just playing games on their iDevices. Or they're texting right next to each other. So, watching the thing? Yeah, I am. Cool. <laughs> Have you been to those events? There's about a 15-minute chunk where it is absolutely enthralling to watch your child. But while you're waiting for your kid to, to go on... Oh, and this is just practice we're talking about. This isn't even a swim meet. Oh, it's oh, practice? That's Let's 100% play boring. Go nuts. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Go absolutely nuts. <laughs> well, um, and that's oh, why I don't have children. And then speaking of... <laughs> that's not well, why you don't have children. And, <laughs> speaking of kids and or adults, Oprah loves the iPad. She's declared the iPad her number one favorite thing ever. Woohoo! And coincidentally, her magazine is now available on the iPad. It's and her nice. book club is featured in iBooks. So, Shocker. <laughs> All right, well. Um, Did you see her announcement, though? It seemed very genuine and sincere. It was. I, hey, I would have loved to. <laughs> you know what? I'm playing she, with She you. was I an actress lo- before she yeah. got into the talk uh-huh. show game. Color Purple? I'd love to be on that Actually, show. Actually, that was after she got into the talk things. show scene. A little bit after, yeah. All right, so um, the current iPad, everyone's loving it besides uh, Michael H. here, but iOS 4.2 is out. And it's adding features from iOS like folders, multitasking, but there's some other cool aspects to it. And I'm going to let you guys talk about those. I want to talk about AirPrint because I'm kind of upset. Okay. okay. Um, AirPrint excites the hell out of me. The problem is you can only print to uh, devices that have the the AirPrint whatever magic inside them. Why have they not made a go-between? It was. Something. It was. They had to pull it back due to legal. But Okay. They need to resolve that. Because I'm not going to go spend another $500. I just bought one six months ago, and it's, I I don't know. I I think that Apple should not have the problems that it's having with the amount of money it has in the bank. It should be able to put put on a big enough boot and say, no, we need this go-between, because otherwise there will not be wide adoption. I want to be able to print from my phone. It pisses me off that I can't. They gave you the candy, but they're saying you can't take the wrapper off. Have you upgraded the 4.2 yet? It gives you print options. Of course. Yeah, it gives you print options, but you can't do anything with them. There's also, isn't there an enabler that has recently come out in the... Freeware, shareware. Other people have come out with yeah, go-betweens. Basically, it's, it's in the system, but it's hidden. I don't want somebody else's go-between. Uh, I want it just to work. Well, then technically it's just a matter of fi- uh, remembering the right command and dumping into terminal. Fun. Lost me at terminal. Well, what happened to Apple? It just works. I, I'd like to get back to that with this whole AirPrint thing. That's yeah, it was supposed to. They, I think they had some, uh, there were some Linux drivers that the... Uh, were contested or whatever, so they had to pull at the last minute. They actually pulled the entire feature and then brought it back to, to go work with only a few printers out there. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited about this. I want to be able to print. I just think that they need to be a little bit more careful about what they promise and what they deliver. You think Jobs is pissed about this one? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. There's heads rolling you know over there for that one. MacBook Airs have gone flying through the window. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I need a new computer now. <laughs> and make it work! Well, the one that's got me excited, being an audiophile and... If you remember the old Max L ad with the dude sitting in the chair with his hair blowing back, although I'm... Speaker blown. Yeah. Um, is AirPlay. Yeah. And what I'm wondering is the AirPlay-enabled speakers, um, I'm not up on that, but is it something well, that, that, that sounds um, a little... interfaces with the speakers, or you have to run that through like the uh, receiver or what? If you hook up an Airport Express, or there's some receivers that are out there that are now are new that are AirPlay-enabled, uh, you can just... Pull a menu down from your iPhone, iPod Touch, or uh, iPad, and select your whatever you name that. 
if you name it home theater receiver, if you name, or if you have an airport express and you name that room or wherever, you select the room, press play, your music plays from your iPad, iPod Touch, okay, and or if iPhone. It's not, well, let's say for those 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 antiques out there like me that are two channel audio right. purists and they just have a a audio only room. Hook up an Airport Express to your receiver. Ah, okay. And then you'll set it up in the Airport Express menu that you want to do uh, AirPlay. or It wasn't AirPlay for me at the time. It just upgraded to AirPlay. And then you just select it and go. I've been using it for the last week. It's phenomenal. The iPad's now a music server that wireless and a wireless remote at that. Sweet. So now I can actually output or input to my receiver digital audio then because right now I'm stuck with analog. Now, now there's different sound qualities, though. If you think an iPod Touch is going to sound as good as a CD... Uh, no, because you got the circuitry in there competing with a deck. An iPad or iPhone 4 do sound pretty darn good, so you might be able to do an A-B test and see if you like the benefit to it. And there's yeah. also other things to take into consideration now. If you have a larger video or music collection, in order to fit them on your iPod, you maybe you may have kill to check. Bit yeah, you have to. Or you just select what ones you want to listen to for the next, oh, three days. These things store a lot. Yeah, that takes too much time. Making a playlist takes too much time. Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. I have everything on there. All right. Granted, it's a. I know I met a lot of people with everything. They don't. There's a lot of people that don't. I'm players. sorry, but you previously stated you have no children, and you're telling us you have no time. You are not allowed to talk. <laughs> Just silence right you. <laughs> you have plenty of time. Well, what else about iOS 4.2 is uh, excited everybody? Well, that, aside from AirPlay, it's just been a really boring rollout for me. Yeah, I'd have you to say I really don't for care. The voice recorder, which breaks a lot more now. Uh, anything over two minutes that I record, I lose. The the on Safari, on the iPad, the browser is a little more buggy than it was before. It's just slower. Yeah, the the, the my iPhone is definitely not responding as quick as it used to. I've been considering taking it in and getting it replaced because I it's slow now. So yeah, they got some bugs to work out. There, there's some bugs, and it's kind of even though for the iPad, I really don't like when like Engadget or Macworld say iOS four dot two is going to make your iPad completely new again. It didn't. That was a lie. I mean, I've been using four dot or four something on my iPhone since it came out. Big whoop. I still use the same apps, and now I'm just going in and unmultitasking everything because I don't really multitask that much. I don't know. You you get you got to make things sound revolutionary and exciting. Otherwise. It's an OS upgrade. It's uh, <laughs> well, I was just going there with it. It's like commercials. Wow, someone's someone's drinking some hype Kool Aid, man. Yeah. You know, it's to... just listen back to the other podcast and get the shovel story. You'll understand. <laughs> Well, Overpromise, underdeliver. Yeah. Well, then that might be a nice segue into uh, a lot of people are saying that the iPad 2 is going to begin shipping in February for an April launch, and that their factory Foxconn has been notified that it must ship the Apple iPad 2 within the next 100 days. Believe it when I see it. They're selling them all left and right now. I mean, they could make it for another year, and they still sell every model they make. So the need for that, I don't doubt Apple's going to announce there'll be a new one. That's cool. And I'll have a new camera on the front and back. I didn't think there should be a reason for the back camera until I thought of FaceTime a little more. And it's like, well, with FaceTime, you need a, a normal camera. So you go, hey, mom, look what I'm looking at. Here's Johnny doing this on the on the deck or something. And you just hit the camera and it rotates to the one rear facing and it enables it just enables FaceTime to work a lot better. Well, you know, from a marketing perspective, and I recall, and I, I can't remember the exact instance, but if they come out with this in February, well, at April, okay, 
Isn't that going to alienate a pretty good use of installers or right, uh, Apple's a base big of users that just that. bought it in December, yeah. even January, with Christmas cash, and now all of a sudden they're this would not be the first time they did that. Well, right. What, what what was that? It was like where they even didn't they offer like discounts? That was the iPhone original yeah, iPhone. They lowered right. the price, but they lowered the price tremendously. They didn't come out with a new model. Oh. There was a difference. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see a new iPad till June. It doesn't yeah. make sense, and I, I'm sure it's going to have the cameras, the Retina display. Faster processor, um, possibly more storage. Well, I don't think it's going to have the retina display at all. I think it'll have a a brighter display, different technology, but there's really no need for the retina display on it. If you think about it'll make it nice, but if you think about the pixel resolution on it and the processor power needed to run that pixel resolution, it's pretty darn high. If they do it, that's fine. They don't need to, but it really kills developers, too, if they change the... Uh, it's kind of like these fixed pixel things. They're, they need to be out for two years before you put that load on the developer to have to I, I don't know if you've noticed, but Apple doesn't always tend to put the, the highest importance on the developers. I know. They, they let them adapt because they will. But they did that with iPhone, though. iPhone only had the retina display after three years, so that was, and that was well, a big they change didn't develop for it until three years later. Producers, no, we should note that Patrick is a developer for OWC, so <laughs> his, his comments might be slightly biased. <laughs> It's possible. It's possible. All right, so everything's great about the iPad, and everyone wants one, but um, there's some people out there that have put a bullseye on it, and so this segment's going to be called iPad Killers. And the first up on the market, and I just laughed when I read this, is is that the Acer CEO says that he plans on his company's (laughs) tablet overtaking the iPad in two to three years. This is the same company that partnered with Ferrari to make a a, uh, Mac display monitor killer yeah. in in the early i think around 2003 i actually had two of these monitors they were decent but the amount of money they had to pay ferrari to use that color this company has screwed itself so many times i i they, they can make all the claims they want and and that's fine we'll giggle and but they're not going to overtake the ipad it's kind of like um microsoft recently said with windows phone 7 it's like we're really going to start taking the market over in two years but then, if they remember two years back, Bill Gates says we're going to beat the iPhone in two years. Does anybody remember the Zune? Can, can you give me that chirp chirp in there? Zune? Yeah, the Zune, exactly. Yeah. I think that was, uh, never mind. But, I don't know. This is, I, I've been in this industry a long time, and boy, I've heard some, some pretty good quotes. But that one, um, I mean, I, I, there's a list of companies you know, on the off ramp of, of being out of business that you can throw their names out there that used to be in the, the hardware business. And, you know, to me, the iPad is hardware. I even though, admittedly, so it's all about the OS. But unless, of course, you're Horman here, and he—it's uh, more of a religion. The, the fact of the matter is, no. Acer. It's entirely possible they could make a hardware device that's beautiful and does great things. However, it's most likely either going to be running a a bastardized version of Linux or a bastardized version of Windows or and Android. Both of those, or a really bad version of Android. E- either way, yeah. they are not going to compete with iOS. When, when it, is this? It just surprised me. None of these people look at history. All this stuff happened when the iPod, iPod came out. For five years, it was iPod killer, iPod killer, iPod killer. And if you call yourself an iPod killer or an iPad killer, you're instantly not. Or just come out with a really good product and announce it. If it's really good, it will beat it. Well, and and you know what? This this could all be about attention. And I mean, let's face it, we're talking about it, and there's going to be thousands of people listening to this. Uh, taking it in, so Acer's got a free plug from everybody. So is, is, it, is, it, is it a calculated move by someone that's kind of shrewd to say we can get a hell of a lot of headlines and maybe move some more of our own computers in the meantime? I bet you the CEO's gone in two to three years. So what's the matter? And it's just <laughs> basically the thing to do if you're 
uh, announcing any sort of tablet. It's going to be an iPad killer. Has if you're, Acer done anything noteworthy in the last decade? Yeah, they, they went from being the piece of garbage that you never would buy to now they're actually coming back in the enterprise market as a reputable PC maker that actually isn't is, le- is more reliable than Dell. They're in the top, They've three, turned around. top three in uh, uh, worldwide shipments. They've definitely turned a corner in trying to be a reliable PC maker. Which, so yeah, you're looking very surprised, but yeah. They, they well, make great my, PCs, my but they've never I, made a tablet. Ever since I switched to Mac, I stopped paying attention to the garbage. Right. So uh, Yeah, it's still, it still runs Windows. Yeah, there's your there's issue. There's a lot of great PCs out there. It's just there's a lot of bad OSs. So... Apple, Apple everywhere. It's obviously no one's, uh, at least this this latest pretender, not a contender, but pretender's not going to take on the iPad. But Apple, Apple everywhere. So what else, uh, what's going on in the Apple universe? Well, we've got an uh, article here from the unofficial Apple weblog. Uh, it said, Apple employees love jobs. And I, I think that's misleading because people are going to read that and they think they're talking about Steve Jobs. And that's not true. Uh, I'm sure that they love that they have jobs. And that's great. But from everything I've heard about working with Steve Jobs, now, now that being said, the man is a genius. He's done fantastic things, and I want him to stay where he is. But I hear he's worse to work for than Tony Stark. Yeah, he's definitely one you don't want to go on an elevator ride with. You might be fired when you get out the bottom. Wow. Yeah. He's a scary dude, man. Wow, that, that, that brings me down a little bit, man. Because I, 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 I'm not, I'm not naive. I've, I've, no, I've, I've heard the but things. But an, no. an intense individual like that has the power to say no, and that's also why Apple can do what they do. I guess what what I would be able to work with him on is is that he's so laser focused on a few segments. He's not all over the place, and so if he's going to do something, he's going to make it the best it can possibly be. Yeah, the power and, of no. And this isn't exactly, good enough. This exactly. Is not good enough. So that, In that aspect, yeah. But and I think it's also on confidence. a day to day basis, the man goes nuts. Because he's any passionate person, and I'll, I'll, I'll attest this myself, I have those moments as well. I'm a complete jerk when, when things aren't going right. But uh, to work for someone like that that gets that upset, the screaming, the freaking out. That the sprinklers aren't set in the right direction? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I remember that story. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure that the people that don't work directly for him love him. But the people that work directly for him, I'm sure either scared at him or pissed off at him half the time. Well, and I think it's also the confidence in the actual leadership of the company itself. Oh, yeah. So I would say that. There's a lot of jobs only in people there now. Yeah, if if people are, uh, Apple employees are saying, okay, are are you confident in the leadership of the company? Not whether you like As opposed to like a Steve Ballmer. I I, I read that and I thought about the people that report directly to him and all the horror stories I've heard. Um, Those people like jobs. I don't know about love. Or maybe it's the other way around. Although success does have its, you know. Because my mom used to say to me a lot, I love you. I just don't like you right now. Maybe it's the same kind of thing. I don't have to use you, that. You heard that too? Oh, wow, that's a good parenting. <laughs> every day. <laughs> that's good. Because I kept breaking stuff, like the wooden spoon on my butt every time she hit me. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> well, well, that goes into like Steve Ballmer, and uh, you know, he has an approval rating in the mid to upper 50s. From who? Before or after the dancing? I don't know. <laughs> it must be all the suck ups. I mean, Microsoft's definitely got that type of culture where. A little different than the the Apple austere, you know, do it right or get out uh, type. Uh, follow us or get out of the way. Type that uh, Apple has. I don't know. He could be. You know what? It, it's tough unless you're in that that environment. You just you don't really know. You know. I mean, success has its benefit. When you're successful, everybody loves you. And when you're not like Microsoft right now, I mean, they have one of the most successful products out there with Office and Windows, just constantly able to sell. It. Investors don't like them. They have a hard time breaking those other products. Yeah, we'll coin that the Lindsay Lohan effect. 
Well, that and all the the money that they're spending on you know, Balmer's dry cleaning. So <laughs> all that sweating going on. Yeah, you're getting the yellow out of those pits is not easy, man. Dang. It takes a special kind of bleach. Well, <laughs> looking at my watch today, it is the 13th, and I'm wondering. We didn't see the uh, uh, store go down at all yet, although we haven't had much time to be at our computers today and our well today isn't tuesday today is supposed to be um that the mac app store is supposed to appear as early as the 13th and we had that as some breaking news on our blog so nope no when apple doesn't set a hard date they rarely meet the as early as day but you also have an announcement that the next day will be the rest of the day of your life that you'll never forget and then we'll know the app store is going to come out but also along those same lines, they uh, there was also were rumors that they wanted it as early as the sixth, and it hasn't shown up yet. Their their date was actually what end of January, within ninety days. Yeah, never trust the as early as unless oh, you yeah. have a hard date. Maybe it's the problem with AirPrint; they had to refocus OS stuff over. Because I've said to plenty of people, "I'll marry you as soon as whatever," and you know. You can't trust the as soon as or well, as early as. When I uh, when I announced this topic, um, I was going to say, is it going to be boom, bust, or meh? And I think, uh, boy, the way you guys all reacted. Well, when it comes out, it'll be big. But until that time. Until it actually we comes just, out. Well, I can well, wait you for expect, it. What do you expect? Okay, so, but do you have any expectation? And if you had an expectation, would it make it to where you'd be like, oh, man, I'm great. Get down, so, I, I might be able to download my Pac-Man Arcade. I love downloading every time they come out with something on a on the App Store, and so I'll be able to play Pac-Man Arcade. That's pretty much my big thing. I don't, you know, maybe there'll be a Photoshop killer later. That'd be great, but for a long time down the road, that's not going to happen. So there's nothing that you would just be looking for day one. That it, it's a complete game changer. It's one of those things you're not going to know until you just kind of experience it and go, "Holy cow, this is big!" Or, "Wow, I can spend twenty bucks and get something that works just as good for me as Photoshop." But whatever. Well, what, what I would like to see, <clears throat> along with the apps that are going to be native, just the uh, more laptop type things is all the apps that are on my phone i'd like to have them show up just like little small screens yeah the ones as that can, applications the ones I that mean, can translate well from touch to click environment yeah absolutely i mean yeah. there's there's so many things here i'd use uh honestly i like the the interface of the twitter app on my iphone more than i like TweetDeck, which is what i usually use because i've got four twitter accounts although i don't really think that's what the mac app store is gonna be well i, I know that's not gonna be its primary it, focus no, they're gonna I'm have hoping those that too. some of those show up yeah. You already got those app developers created. It's like, why not have it show up? There's probably some translation there. It's probably going to be something more along the lines of, you know, a Mac update sort of thing where instead it just kind of automatically downloads. You can buy it directly from there and it manages it all like it would in a software update. Well, the, the market's completely different, though. I mean, if you look at like uh, pages for iPad, I mean, that's 10 bucks. Cool. I'll buy that. I'm not going to go buy the full version of Pages. I doubt they're going to allow it to happen that way. They're going to have full version of Pages probably. Yeah, that's be the whole iWork suite through the Mac App Store. Oh, man, I've been talking about something like this since the late 80s. And I, <laughs> yes, I'm that old um, where there really should be limited use, limited function derivatives of the full suite. And they, and they could expand the revenue model. And I met with a, a ton of software developers back then like, I mean, even like Quark Express, I mean, and that was when, you know, Quark was like the publishing program and the full program was $1,500. I'm like, I use it once a month. I don't need that kind of expense. And and if they're able to serve up an application like this, then in a, in a shell or hybrid or light version of it, 
man, now now they've got they've just expanded the reach that much more. I mean, because who you know you would you, would you take a flyer on a ten dollar app to say you know what I'm going to try that? People talk about I'm going to see what the base functionality is and then say okay before you invest in the the full blown app. But not even before. I mean, Pages on an iPad works fine. That'd be for most people. You, you have that functionality. How how much word processor do you need to make a letter? It's got templates and everything. There's no reason you should pay three hundred bucks to have that in the Microsoft Office suite if all you need is Word. Get out of here. Word processing is. It's relatively cheap. They they make it work cheaper. Uh, back in the Apple Works days, I mean, even spreadsheet and Apple Works worked great. There wasn't a need for Excel, and that whole program was eighty bucks or something. I, I I will never pay for that kind of software again. Honestly, I use Google Docs more than anything. Uh, it 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 works. It's available anywhere. That's where the cloud. Would you do your we taxes in Google earlier. Docs? Those type. <laughs> no, I have someone do my taxes for me. Right. Um, but but just common documents where I'm going to need them at work or at home or wherever, mm-hmm. or I'm sharing it or, or the collaboration that you can do with Google Docs, uh, I have no reason to use Microsoft Word. And that's, that's free That's bloated yeah. crapware. I mean, it, and, uh, it is really bloated. Really it's bloated. ridiculous. And, and they did make an error with the new versions of Office and Windows having completely new interfaces. People that have 20 years experience using Word or more all of a sudden can't use it. They have figured out all over again. Well, that's a productivity killer. Not a productivity suite. Well, if we're going to shift from uh, full-blown software packages to perhaps light derivatives on the Mac App Store, um, there's a thought or wisdom that Apple is shifting to Intel graphics in the 13-inch MacBook Pro and all MacBooks. So what are, what are people's thoughts around the table about this shift to Intel graphics now? Boy, I just I, this really hits home with me because I just recently did research on it because I picked up a 13-inch MacBook uh, Pro just last night. I did the research on it, and I want to get it before they pop the Intel chip in there. Really? I want the NVIDIA chip in there, yeah, because I, I feel like... Yeah, that sounds like a big warning, so... Yeah, Apple's, Apple's making the shift over to it. The Intel chip, having it uh, built on, is great for Apple to move in for as far as a forward future technology item, but then... um. Initially, it's going to be either a sideways upgrade or it's going to be a slight downgrade initially. So it's kind of like when they switched over to Intel. They weren't faster than the G5 iMacs that were out. And they weren't faster than the G Power G5s that were out. They were the same speed. But now your software had to run an emulator. So some could be slower. So I'm not waiting for another year for the technology to actually mature. And as far as anybody online informs, like Intel's graphics embedded processing, ugh, stay away from it. They'd rather have the separate. Uh, the future, though, I mean, looks really bright. I mean, people are predicting that you won't even need a graphics co-process, you know, a graphics co-processor four or five years down the road. Well, four or five years down the road, that'd be great. But for now, I don't want to be the first to take that step. I bet you, when this comes out, you will be hard pressed to find anything in the refurb lines because everybody will be jumping on them. I, I sure did. I, I did that with my own money. So buy early and buy often. I was contemplating buying in spring and saw this happening. I'm like, I'm not going to wait for that. Forget it. I'm sure they're going to come out with other things. There'll probably be maybe Light Peak come out in early uh, 2011. That's just starting to announce. Intel's getting big on Light Peak, so they might. Apple may may possibly skip over USB 3 and go into Light Peak. See what happens there. That sounds very promising. Uh, Light Peak also initially when it launches is uh, according to an article here from where's that from Grant? This is from boy. This is I believe it's CNET. Oh okay. Yeah they they uh. Quote that Intel is going to switch over to copper first instead of being a light-based optical uh, cable, which they say is still not going to impact the speed for it. So it'll be 10 megabits. Uh, but the advantage with Light Peak is it's going to be 10 gigabits. Bolts, 10 gigabits. 
simultaneously right. both ways. So the speed is huge over that's, USB. That's the big thing that most people don't understand is simultaneous. Yeah. Uh, most data transfers are one way. First you go one way, then you come back the other way. They don't go at the same time. So the fact that A, it's faster, and B, it, you're doubling that speed because you can go simultaneous is monstrous. We're going to see ridiculous things happening over the next five years because of this. I'm, I'm very anxious to see. Well, yeah. you know this, but this, but this revelation's got me kind of perplexed because, you know, the speed of sound, the speed of light, but this is going to be copper based, and so it's not going to be a light based technology, and yet they're saying the connection speeds will not be affected by the transition to copper. And I, I just don't, I can't fathom that. I think um, it's it's again future format with light. They were, I think they were expecting to go all the way up to fifty. With copper, they're probably. 10 might be the head. Ah, that's a guess, but I right. think that's probably more along the lines of the future spec of being able to run 10 displays off one device plus all your storage, whatever you need, because there's just so much bandwidth. No hard drive can go that fast right now. And that's really much where you get the limitations. Like you have, you now have, will remove the connection from being your slowest part. And so it's, it's however fast your, either your SSD storage can be from OWC or, you know, your hard drives, whatever you prefer, whatever you need for storage and speed needs, whatever. Well, and they're saying that Light Peak is on track to appear in products in the first half of 2011. So notice uh, that last line though, Intel's really looking to push early 2011. Yeah. So we'll see what announcements come in the new uh, in the new Apple lineup. Well, as we've said here, we're really uh, excited about this because just the future of storage. If you know anything about OWC and newer tech, it's uh, <laughs> arguably our uh, our storage solutions are the best in the industry, so you can bet that we will be among the first uh, to have LightPeak-enabled storage solutions on the market. If not the first, the best. Exactly. Well, we've covered a lot in the industry, and uh, we might want to switch over to, oh, there's one more that I have to go over that uh, Mike and Patrick just were, like, chomping at the bit on. And it may be a little bit older news, but we haven't put our saying on the matter and it's that the u.s was seizing sites linked to copyright infringement not not the u.s homeland security ah see there I you see go a stark difference there okay uh I, I would really like to see where all the documents are in the public scope that says what their legal rights and capabilities are because i still have not yet seen those documents to say what they are and are not allowed to do so far it seems like they've had carte blanche and in, in saying you know what uh we don't like this so we're just gonna take it down and that, uh, from what I've seen, no warrants were issued. There was no previous warning or uh, attempt to ask them to discontinue or inform them that maybe what they're doing is illegal. Yeah, they just shut down the domains. That's correct. They, they just no, they 70, didn't shut down 70, the domains. They, domains. they took yeah. the domains. Yeah, they were seized. That's about the same yeah. thing. Yeah. This is no. I mean, we, we've we've gone over this, and I'll, I'll I won't go into the politics, but I'll just say one thing: this is no longer the land of the free. This is the land of you're about to get spanked if you're not in line. And and what's funny is, um, I mean, U.S. It sounds really bad from the U.S. perspective. Europe's hitting it ten times harder. They want to shut down everything that's uh, copyright infringing, and they're really taking over stuff. Then take down YouTube. Yeah, they yeah they would have to. And you're going to be in a fight with Google. Wow, but the, you know what? You got a lot of merit there because yeah. holy cow, there's a lot of copyright on Google. But some of that's now, um, it look a lot of uh, media companies will now fake like their copyright got leaked to get the. To get the press for it, so people go, "Oh, I'm looking at illegal material," and actually, it was released by the company itself. Yeah, that's been happening in radio for decades. Yeah, this is just leaked. No, it's, it's PR. Well, the A and R rep is standing right next to you. That was not leaked. But yeah, they're they're treading a fine line here. Of what is uh? Yeah, Homeland Security a lot of issues. just needs to go away. My God, they they just they they have way too much power, no limitations, and no watchdog to keep them in check. 
who who's who watches the Watchmen here? Who who's watching Homeland Security? Who's, well, who's who's in their corner is people like NBC, Universal, Viacom, the Motion Picture Association of America, the Recording right. Industry Association of America. But I mean, the, 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 the NPAA. Prop- Seriously, is anybody going to support them? The with proper the, form the of due action? process here should be: we are going to shut down your sites. Your court date is here. Prove the stuff is yours. And then after we've proven you in a court of law, then we will shut. Wow! You down. Wait, wait, wait! That, 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 I'm down with that to a certain point, but the burden of proof yeah, should be on it. the site. Shouldn't someone that owns the copyright be making a claim or, or a or a, well, you're you know, until a, a charge first? Exactly. Aren't you charged with a crime right. first That's what I said. before you having to say, "I didn't do it, man"? Here's your court date. You're being charged. We're not going to pull your site and just. We're going to do it. You have to have due process. This uh, is a, a shoot first. Don't bother asking questions because we think our boots are big. This especially ridiculous. when you do it to U.S. citizens, you gotta you got to do due process. Sorry. And Unless it's your homeland security thing. The yeah. problem is, is what about the sites that are, are not within the U.S.? We can't, obviously. The, the most they could do there is, is... Block the IP. Yeah, but that, that goes into the whole net neutrality thing, which also pisses me off. And there's another four-hour conversation. But. You know, you're right. It is the homeland security investigations, but it's this really cool-sounding department. ICE, and it stands for Immigration and Customs Enforcement Division. And on that note, we're going to go on to... We'll leave that alone. Things in the real world. Stuff how it happens in the real world? So, as stuff happens in the real world, and as you know from our, as you should know from our company name, Otherworld Computing, we're pretty big into all things space, and we're big followers of NASA... NASA has discovered a new life form. And boy, was there a lot of controversy about this internally. Oh, man. Come on. No, 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 no. Listen to that press conference. Oh, my God. Okay. Granted, they're they're not the best PR people, but the there was no PR there. It's still better. It's more exciting exciting than the Beatles on iTunes. I think they should name this life form Napoleon. Well, Napoleon, uh, I don't know if there's any history buffs here. Uh, they d- did some hair tests on him because they had a couple strands of his hair or somehow, whatever. Uh, long-term poisoning of arsenic. Huh, he was pretty much that. dropping acid <laughs> <clears throat> and, and doing hallucinogens his whole life. Oh, I thought people were just trying to kill him because they couldn't stand him. <laughs> well, there, there's that as well. But well, Hallucinogens um, make you do some funny <clears throat> stuff, right? Th- this, this I want to kill gonna, everybody in the world and take it over. This is going to give us a new foray into all sorts of technology because this is a new type of life form. We're going to learn... Uh, an astounding amount from this, and we're going to have to change the way we do a lot of things because we're going to find better ways to do it. And I, I, do I know how? No, I don't work for NASA. But well, I just well one know thing that- I, I got from the whole press um, press release, or actually watching the darn thing for a little bit at lunch, I couldn't believe they weren't inventive enough to think this existed before. They didn't know to look for it before, and they thought kind of to look for it before. It's like this is crap I thought of in third, fourth grade, being into space. That hey. You might have a life form that's based off something different besides oxygen. You might have a life form that's based off nitric oxide. Whatever. This isn't new to me. Well, it, it's not new to them either. It in, sounds in like it's new it to them. It could be. It's new yeah. to them in, in that they've proved it. There, there, there's a major difference in the scientific community between this should exist diving. or this may exist and this does is, exist. It sounds like the sciences need to be combined because these guys are, I mean, you got people who go deep sea diving. They found bacteria that live off sulfuric Acid coming off the lava, uh, lava at the bottom of the ocean. I mean, yeah, thanks. You found another life when it lives off something else. There's also another thing to consider here in that, uh, in somewhat agreeance with you, <clears throat> NASA, somewhat run by the government. Yeah, they need an imagination. Uh, they move slow, and this can transition us into creative thinking is story. frowned upon in this establishment. <laughs> Work harder. 
but but because they're they're a uh, government organization, they move a little slow, and this kind of transitions us into uh, the private space company SpaceX launched and retrieved to and from space successfully the the Dragon space capsule. Yeah, two full orbits around Earth. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and and in doing so, they did it cheaper, faster, and better than NASA ever has. I wouldn't say ever. NASA's on Saturn V rocket is pretty impressive. It, it, okay, but we gotta go back to the that? '60s for that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, it's just proving that you take away the majority of the red tape, and and you can you can do a hell of a lot more, mm-hmm. and you can do it with a better attitude. In in that, and I'll let Grant take this one over. There there was a little tribute on that ship. Yeah, they uh, they had a homage to uh, Monty Python, and they actually sent a wheel of cheese out into space. They went so far as to create a separate housing for this cheese. They so paid it wouldn't someone to mill out a giant block of aluminum in the shape of the cheese so that it'd be safe during transport. That's yeah, beautiful. And that's just that just shows Formage. the creativity, you know, to uh, uh, to doing something better, quicker, faster, and you know. This uh, brings back a blog post I wrote, I think, last year where I was kind of against privatized space travel just because of those fun movies that had Oops, a certain... Oops, your uh, satellite. <laughs> no, it just had a, you know, acid for blood. You know, it's like I'm a little concerned about privatized companies because if there's a bottom line aspect to this and all of a sudden they're trying to colonize this new planet that hosts this... You know, sure this arsenic-eating, uh, acid-eating uh, life form. I'm a little freaked out about that because I was an impressionable age when I saw Aliens, and that, that movie still is a little bit freaky to me. Well, but. that's anti-big company. Well, yeah, but... I mean, if, if you're thinking entrepreneur or space agency or whatever, cool. Yeah, but there, no, there I are think some big cool. companies that, that are pushing forward to do good things. I mean, Virgin yeah. is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I, I am so excited for this. I do not want to go into space because I'm a wuss and I fear for my life and everything that I do. However, I can't wait to watch the videos of other people doing it. See, and I, and I'd love to do it. I'd love to go. Um, my, that, well, that's what going just a little bit back to the, the arsenic bait life form. Um, they found this in a lake in California. And when I first got the inklings of this, uh, uh, the find, to travel I thought it was going to be something from another planet, something that. Was was so radically different. I mean, people can take. They, me to they were task. trying to follow suit from Apple with the big announcement. <laughs> it's a day you're going to forget. I was just disappointed. <laughs> I forgot about it. I think many of us go through. Um, we're not even going to go into religion, whatever. But I just think that you, you look out there sometimes in the sky and you say, you know, are we the only? Are we? Are we it? You know, and so I was hoping that there was something there. I that like said, the V approach. Wow. If you broadcast, maybe you don't want to broadcast. <laughs> Shut up! You're alone. Be happy. There's some there's some stuff out there you don't want to know. <laughs> you just never know. Well, I'll be the curmudgeon in the group for that one. No, no, shout it out there. We're here. We're here. Can I get a harum from that guy? All right. <laughs> well, more fun is is that chickens can be used as a steady cam. So if you're listening huh? to this, uh. uh podcast from uh, rural areas where you have all sorts of animals running about you now have a new technology on two legs as long as you can catch it but can you get the chicken to move left instead of right oh my god cut cut i i i think it's it's right up there with the whole diet coke mentos thing it's cute to watch on youtube a couple times but this isn't going to take hold of anything this isn't going to change the it's it's on on youtube oh it's it's been on youtube for years actually i I saw this uh numerous years ago not necessarily with a camera on their head but a guy holding a chicken and moving around and the head did not move yeah because it's got its own little gyroscope almost but what sucks is if you let the uh, chicken walk around and starts raining all of a sudden you look at the camera and it's going to stare up at the sky until the chicken drowns and just falls right over. That's, the- <laughs> That's a turkey. One of the birds do it. 
<laughs> they look up and drown themselves in the rain. All right, we're up to stuff to argue about, tweets of the week, and closing plugs. I think one of the things we were going to argue about is Tron is coming out this Friday. What's to argue about? Enjoy. Cool. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that I'm kind of disappointed in is they had to do the 3D fad bit. They have to. At home, I'll enjoy it not in 3D and in full 2D on my big screen, but I'm still going to enjoy 3D because this is going to be one of those oh, yeah. movies where it's like the popcorn 3D where it's like, look, it's throwing at your face. Oh, my God. You're like, holy God. Yeah, if I wanted to watch something in 3D, I'd watch the new Jackass movie. Yeah, I want to see that. I saw that in 3D. That's great for 3D. Because you know there's going to be things popping out at you that you don't want popping out at you. Yes, there were. Oh, you saw it? I saw it. I'm jealous. Now, you know, I'm curious about this because a lot of women are starting to like the Three Stooges over time, but I don't see women really liking Jackass. So if we Molly have any it. women listeners to the podcast, <laughs> let us know at podcast at maxsales.com. Do you like the Jackass series or not? Because I, my I wife won't too. watch it, and yet she'll watch Three Stooges with me all day long. It's hilarious. I know two women that watch it. Love really? It. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. So, um, Tweet of the Week. Um, you have one from, uh, we normally do these. No, we're not going to do that one. <laughs> I got the high sign. That was that was just... Uh, yeah, not appropriate that for was family. Bl- blue humor, as we would call no PG-13 it. No PG-13 writing there. But um, we had a couple out to at Max Sales. That's our Twitter handle. I still think that's funny handle. It's like Because when like email addresses came out and this company that I was working for at the time, the owner of the company was like, ah, what, what's my handle? And I'm like, I don't know, good buddy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get us a convoy. Yeah, exactly. I don't think the kids are rubber duck CB radio. <laughs> but, hey, big uh, fan. Uh, the one that really caught our attention uh, was from at Zwei. It's Z-W-E-I. And it said, holy crap. Just booted up my Mac Pro for the first time with a newly installed OWC SSD from at Mac Sales. Ludicrous speed engaged. Hashtag love. Ludicrous speed. Ludicrous no. speed. They've gone to plaid. And then, actually, going back to our bigger chicken equals a steadier image helpful tip, we have one from at OzMacGirl. Uh, it's, I'm very pleased with my efforts installing 16 gigabit of RAM in my iMac thanks to great instructions from at Mac Sales. Back to helpful advice. We did finally get to some very cool videos and we're ramping up our install video series we've now got the 2010 minis covered so if you're looking to upgrade your 2010 we've got all the videos available at our tech support tab at maxsales.com we also even have uh, installation instructions for the data doubler for those of you that are not familiar with the data doubler and chris and i were arguing about this this morning I say that it lets you, so this is kind of the, the rant and uh, segment, uh, it does let you put a second drive into your now mini as well, and you can either put in a hard drive or SSD, so you've doubled the data capacity. In you've your, doubled the number of drives. You can call it a drive doubler. I think you're both right. I mean, what's, what's wrong with being right, both of you? You can add two drives instead of one, and if you put two one-terabyte drives in, you've doubled your data capacity. What's the big deal there? I don't know. It doesn't Enjoy, say, have it, fun. It doesn't say iPad. It's a great product. <laughs> Upgrade your stuff if you're not using your optical drive at all because you use those maybe once or twice every decade. Just use an external and upgrade away. Well, we do owe all of you loyal listeners a big thank you because you obviously voted us as one of the winners, one of the five best, or was it three? Uh, uh, top five. 
top five videos of um, Meet Us at CES, CES being the Consumer Electronics Show coming up early January, where we're booth number 3935, just outside of the iLounge Pavilion. You can see the video at cesweb.org and click on the Videos tab and look for OWC Puts You in the Fast Lane. No, it's get you out of the slow lane. Well, see, something like that. It's, it's it's about the lanes. You made the video. What is it? I don't remember. <laughs> something about bowling. I made it years ago. <laughs> I don't remember. Lastly, lastly, last show uh, to talk about is MacWorld. Woo-hoo. I would think that might be a little more important for some of you. Uh, we're booth 513. Keep this in mind. There's two things to remember about MacWorld and OWC being there. One is the special URL where you're going to find all of the uh, discount offers and such once the show begins, which is MacSales.com, simply Macworld. But for those of you that didn't get a free invitation or admission pass from any number of sources out there, OWC has an exclusive offer. We're the only ones that are offering a $10 admission for the exhibit-only admission package. So if you want to go... Uh, on the cheap, so to speak, uh, courtesy of OWC, go to uh, MaxSales.com slash Macworld, and you'll find the admission offer there. And 15% off on uh, conference packages as well, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I Don't guess. Don't you want to go just... to the conference? Do you want to see all the great products in the exhibition, and then maybe if you want to learn about how to develop for iPhone or whatever? See, that's the thing. I've never gone to the conferences because I'm too busy in the booth just running at the gums. So. Both, both are good. Both are good. You gotta, if you ever get a chance to sit down a really interesting uh, panel session, awesome. Can't beat a good panel session. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we will end this episode number 48. Thank you for listening as always. And check us out next episode. 